episode number 396. Most of the time, what people do is they come to us and they say, hey, we need a blank. Right. And then what I say is, what are you trying to accomplish? Mm. You know, because what you came up with might not be the best way to go. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. And welcome to the B-Real Show with Travis, too tall and huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you some fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about life, the school of life and the school of thought differently, specifically uh, as an agency, as a business, and thinking about your customer. And that is starting with making them care, which is the first step to sustainability, a, a different approach to marketing, to advertising, to creative. My man, Mr. Tom Geary. Tom, are Travis. you ready to be real? I am ready. Let's Bring go. It. Bring it. So uh, <laughs> looking at the website, I absolutely love this. Sustainability is such an important thing. Um, obviously, it means something. Like Your website says sustainability means nothing to some and everything to others. But we know it's more and more of an important part to not only marketing, but to just life, right? Like sustainability, fighting through this virus, fighting through everything we have to do and stay sustainable, stay uh, you know profitable, keep the keep people alive on the on the books for the business. More importantly than ever, and that is going to build your trust with the customer. They're going to come back to you, want to keep doing business with you, and then a lot of times, you know, some some customer might be coming on board and has you've never done business with them, never done business with them. They see your ad campaign, your digital marketing, your social media video, and something about that variety of different things. It could be price point, it could be ran a million dollars in ads, or it could be you just really told a really good story, a compelling story, a truthful and honest story that gets someone to move the dial from zero to customer, you know? And we're in a world now where you can do these things and test and you can run YouTube ads and, and just so many amazing things. But take me back into your journey. Were you always into creative and marketing, uh, you know, even as a young youngster? Yeah, no, I've always I've always been interested in, in telling stories. You know, it's just more recently we've been interested in telling stories about things that really matter. Mm. And, and that's kind of the difference, you know. Got you. Nobody... You know, where I was thinking about we're on we're on Zoom right now, Travis, and it's like you could use Zoom, you could use Google, you could use WebEx. It's all the same. You know, people are choosing these platforms. Why why would anybody give a shit about one platform or another? And right. it's like the, the the values that the companies have matter. And 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 how do they how do these brands? You know, what do they stand for? It, you know, it's it's more than the technology. It has to be more than the technology. And, and people care about these things. And that's what we're trying to do is trying to help communicate these things in a way that will make people care about a brand or a mission or a purpose. And more and more, we have to be careful for our data. What are people doing with our data? What are they doing with it? How are they monetizing it? Where are they it's powerful. I mean, uh, it is, Amazon, yeah, it is. Amazon and Facebook and Google have so much data on all of us right now that uh, it would scare us all. I mean, between those three companies, I bet they have more data than any other companies in the world on us. Amazon, obviously shopping, all our preferences there, what we buy, what we look at, what we have in our carts, what we haven't bought yet. 
Facebook, you know, we know that. And then, uh, and then obviously Google tracking everything, all our searches, everything we use from the free stuff to the, you know, to the, uh, you know, uh, not free stuff, but everything, obviously, even if you have Gmail and you're paying a little extra for the storage, they still got to be collecting, scraping data off of what you're, what's going on there. And truthfully, we like the experience most of the time as consumers, as the ad experience is more custom tailored to us. It's more based on our needs and based on our desires. And I think that is a benefit of it. The scary part as a consumer is we just don't know what they're doing with it. We just don't know how what they're doing with it and how valuable is it, you know? And and uh, and um, I think, you know, that's a big thing now. Uh, obviously, more and more, you know, I, I'm hearing that time and time again is just like, what are you doing with this? You know, what are you doing with this? Well, thing? but also, you know, you think about, think about the brands, you know, it's like, what's in the goodwill bank, right? I mean, Amazon is running around. I'm reading these articles about some guy who, you know, we were talking about your, your family's had a rough go of it. And it's yeah. very tragic. I mean, lots and lots of families are having a rough go of it this, this last year. Um, you know, there was an article about a guy, I was in the, in the Times, a guy whose wife had terminal brain cancer and, and the boss in Amazon's like, come on, Bob, where's your report? Where's your report? And that's that's not the kind of value. It's just a terrible thing when companies operate that way with this kind of ridiculous lack of humanity. And and it it rolls up to a brand. It's like Amazon is is suddenly becoming like the Death Star, and it's just like that's not great. So so when there are issues about privacy and data and so forth, you know, it's like the backdrop matters. If the brand has been good, if day in and day out, you know, uh, they have done good, then people will cut them a break. And if they haven't, then guess what? They're going to reap what they sow. I think Apple, Apple has tried to do that around your data. I think, you know, with all the new changes they've made with Facebook, even and rejecting some of the things you can do based on the mobile capabilities and I think at heart, I mean, obviously we know they all have their own intentions. Let's just be real. Uh, let's just be real. But as a user, I feel that they are trying to protect me, you know? And so that that does build into my loyalty. Now, I don't know how they treat their customer or their, their, their employees. You know, are there the same situations where there's someone at Apple and they're like, hey, give me the report. I don't know. I'm sure the hard part happens, right, Tom, is when you get a business of those size and scale that they're just it's, it's, it's almost unattainable. If you haven't started from the beginning and it's not built into the culture from the baked in, it's hard to just bake this in later as much as it could be if it was baked in from the beginning. Now it's easier said than done. It's easier for sure. It's easier if, if a company started it out the right way, but you know, everybody can change. Make a change, baby. you I know, always like the Salesforce model. I like the Salesforce model, the one 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 model. Are you familiar with that? Where they give away percentage of equity and things like that. And um, I think that's really cool. It keeps people invested. And I, I think that's just a really important model for people to approach and take. Mark Benioff, I think he's a really good um, business that's scaled and has still kind of kept with that same model he started. And the money that was when the beginning, it was a lot smaller than it is now. You know, 1% of the profits or whatever it is, the revenue is a lot more now than it was when they first started that. So to keep true to that only gets more of a buy-in from the team and from consumers. And if that message gets out, most people don't even maybe even know about that if they're Salesforce customers. But um, I mean, that's a message that needs to get out there more, you know, of like, you know, and no, that, 
it's the right way to do things. There's there's a one of one of the, the sort of mentors in advertising that I looked up up to is this guy named uh, Mullen, uh, mm. Jim Mullen, and he uh, he started an agency and he he quickly gave away a big chunk of his equity and everyone's like, what are you doing? And and he said, I'd rather have ten percent of a hundred million dollar agency than a hundred percent of a million dollar agency. Right. You know? And then right. one day, one day, this is because advertising is pretty rough, Travis. And, and oh, yeah. Culture, people generally get treated really poorly. And, right. and one, one day, Mullen's agency burned down and everybody showed up. 6 a.m. the next morning, the whole agency, two, 300 people are, are there trying to figure out how to like rebuild the data, you know, the, the, the servers and so forth. This wow. is before the cloud. Right. And, uh, and it's but to me, it's really telling. Like the guy built a culture that was thoughtful and generous and all about the employees. And then he had a tragedy and everybody showed up. You know, mm. I, I worked at 20 agencies. I can't think of a single one where everybody, everybody would have showed up if there'd been a fire. Right. And I mean, and, that's like it's a situation where who's got your back? Who really has your back? Got your back. You know, who really has your and back? We're, we're trying to do that a little bit more at school of thought. Mm. So talk to me about the customers you really guys resonate with. What types of, is it types of industries or just types of uh, businesses you really seem to work best with? We, so we used to do everything, mm-hmm. you know, we were great. You know, my background is creative director. I worked all over the place. Actually, you were talking about Salesforce. I was actually offered to be the chief creative officer at Salesforce and turned it down, which is wow. my, 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 my wife kind of shakes her head at that one. But uh, anyway, so we've done a lot of different things. About seven years ago, I found myself, like we would do work for companies and there'd be some effort that was about doing good. Mm. Like for example, with Charles Schwab, we tried to get them to do a campaign about uh, helping women in Hollywood uh, with creativity. It was during the Golden Globes and we said, hey, there's a real problem in Hollywood. Women are treated poorly. Mm-hmm. They're aging out from roles. This is before Harvey Weinstein. This is before me too. And, and we said, why don't you guys stand for like creativity and, and kind of turning the tide in Hollywood and do a big thing. Partner with Reese Witherspoon, who mm. at the time had not done much. She had just produced her first movie. She's like, she was trying to kind of be the voice of empowerment and, and a face of empowerment. We're like, do a campaign call it like, you know, uh, she owns it. They have the whole uh, own your tomorrow thing. Nice. And, and we really thought it was a great idea. And of course, unfortunately, you know, they, they, they didn't end up doing it. They, they kind of stuck with the typical game plan and that's okay. You know, it's, it's their prerogative, but we, we come back from that and we're just kind of like, okay, it didn't work out, but we all felt better for it. You know, we, we, we swung for the fences, right? We tried to do something for about equity and, and social impact and making a difference and it didn't work out, but we have kind of ever since then really leaned into the space and we're, we're doing things about diversity and equity, sustainability, social impact. Uh, and it, it, you know, it, it feels good. You, you don't always get to, to, uh, to clear the fences, but, but at least we're trying. Absolutely. So most of these businesses are gravitated towards you based on obviously your website, you, and if you go there, you can kind of get the feel and vibe. And then you kind of go based on that. 
Um, it totally makes sense. I mean, it totally makes sense that the, the mission of it drives that. What challenges are some of these businesses having right now? Well, I mean, there are a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like a rem- remote work. You know, but people are I, like one. One. Uh, this is a bit. This, I'll tell you. Here's another uh, thing where we kind of whiffed, but but went for it. So, to me, the pandemic behind the pandemic is mental health. Like we're all affected. You know, we've 100%, all been one thousand, one thousand percent on that one. And I was just like, God, this is just a terrible moment. Here we have this one once in a hundred year pandemic that is devastating every single family on the planet. And I was like, wouldn't it be great if we could kind of rise to the moment and do something bigger than ourselves? So I was like, I wanted to create a coalition of of rival brands to uh, make it better. And that was the Mm -hmm. idea. It It would be, we would kind of create all these kind of serendipitous moments where we'd surprise and delight people, you know, we'd like have giant mural projects or whatever, lots of different things right. that would spontaneously happen. And we're like, all we need to do is get all these different brands together. And we had some people were like, this is great. You know, um, somebody from Kaiser said, yeah, it'd be great. We could work with our, our tribals at Blue Shield. And then we talked to somebody at Blue Shield and they're like, why would we ever do that? And and it was unfortunate, you know, but I was like, it would have been so wonderful if we could have kind of created a coalition uh, that was bigger than ourselves to make things better. So, you know, again, that's about as ambitious as it gets. It was kind of the Manhattan project of, 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 uh, for the moment, but, but uh, we gave it a go. And, and, and the, the cool thing is, is there are people out there who tend to be uh, leaning into corporate social responsibility, you know? So if you're running corporate social responsibility at a big brand, you probably give a damn about all of these initiatives, doing right. the right thing. Absolutely. And, and equity and, and representation. And so the cool thing is, is that in this category, we we are finding lots of good people who, mm. who want to, you know, who want to figure out, okay, how can we show what we're doing rather than talk about it? Because there are a lot of brands that are doing it for the wrong reasons, and that's not good either. Right. But, you know, there are people out there who are doing some cool things and want to figure out how to tell those stories in a, in a really exciting way, and we're, we love to work with them. Yeah, there's some happy medium there because I think there's so many stories out there of people giving in a huge way, businesses or people, founders of the businesses, no one even knows about it. Like, it's totally just checks getting cut, wire transfers, they're just doing it. They're not trying to publicly, it's not even out there. And then there's a lot of people on the flip side, the very far flip side is they're just giving with the approach to try to grow, to try to use this as a way to gain traffic, gain exposure, gain momentum in their brand. And they're not really doing it for the good as much as it's really just a marketing effort. It's just a- it's just checking, a checking the box. It's like the Monopoly yeah. game at the McDonald's. Let's just be real. I mean, it's the same kind of similar strategy, right? Like that's why you're going to McDonald's to get the McDonald's tickets to get, you're not really there as much as you are. Yeah, I get the burger, but you're there part because you got the McDonald's thing, you know, get the Monopoly, uh, you know? And so that's a, a similar far side strategy of giving. It's giving, they're giving you a Monopoly ticket, but it's a strategy to get you to buy a burger. Let's just be real. So I was always, I got to say, I was always like 
I was always leaning into those damn Monopoly games. Oh, me too, so, man. I, when I was a kid, I loved those games, man. I love those. Yeah. Oh, they were. It was like one of the most ingenious games until you find that. Well, I watched the Netflix thing where the dude figured out like he figured out how to hook up with the printers, and uh, it was a big, uh, you know, not Ponzi scheme, but someone basically gamified it and and was able to win consecutively times by knowing the inside printers and things like that because obviously they had to get printed somewhere. And uh, when you think about it, when, as a kid, we didn't, we didn't even would have never thought about that. But it was a great strategy. Let's just be real. And probably one of the most successful ones because it's been around for since I've been a kid. They've still been using the same strategy. So it has to successfully work. Um, uh, you know, otherwise they wouldn't keep doing it. So, uh, you know, but, but in the lines of giving, in the lines of uh, social responsibility, in the lines of uh, telling that story, where do brands start? Where do you start with brands when they're like kind of uh, coming to you? Is there a place, uh, you know, a, a starting ground? Is there, how, how do you get going with that? Well, you got to kind of, what most of the time what people do is they come to us and they say, hey, we need a blank. Right. And then what I say is, what are you trying to accomplish? Mm. You know, because what you came up with might not be what the best way to go. So for gotcha. example, we had a client who said, yeah, we're, we're sponsoring this coding thing in Seattle you know, we want to do something like an ad or something. And I was like, okay. So we went to the code play, the coding school and it's called Ada Academy. And it's basically this uh, kind of like black girls code. It's a, it's a, it's a coding school designed to help people who normally don't get a shot at coding and, you know, um, women mainly, but also uh, LGBTQ folks. And, awesome. you know, it's awesome. totally awesome. underrepresented. And so we found this one woman who'd always wanted to be a coder. Right. And she's, you know, she'd been a project manager at a big company. Two of the hundred coders were women and she just felt completely unsupported. And so she decides she's so into this. She, she applies for a scholarship at the school, gets a scholarship, but they have this deal where it's, it's you've got to commit for six months. You can't work part time. You've, yeah. you've got to go all you in. Be all in on it. So she, she moves to Seattle uh, and does this, and that's you know it's impressive. But what's more impressive is she had a she had a two year old. Oh wow! So she had to leave her two year old with her husband. Wow! And she was going back and forth between Portland and Seattle, three hundred and fifty miles each week. Jesus! To see her see her family, and she was just like having this really rough existence sitting in like a $3 patio chair for her desk chair and, you know, lonely, miserable, working her ass off at, at this coding thing and ultimately becomes successful and, and becomes a coder. And so we heard this story and we're like, this is amazing. So we actually, we rode with her in the car and we filmed her, interviewed her in the car, driving between Portland and Seattle. Mm, great and, point. And we, we told her story, you know, about, about trying to become a coder and kind of fulfilling this lifelong dream. And so rather than talking about diversity and equity, we are able to show it. I love and that. it's like, you know, it was a great story. The And the client who sponsored the Academy felt great for having participated. And, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's better all the way around. Right. Getting their perspective, getting, the, getting in their shoes. You, exactly. You, you know, put a face to it. You know, right. you know, DNI is not like an acronym. It is, and it's a bad one. But it's it's you know, it's your sister, it's your cousin, whatever. I mean, there there are people out there who have stories to tell that explain why this sort of thing is so important. 
And the biggest thing I always take away from stories like that is there's no excuses, folks. This is a lady that's committing everything and she's putting in all the effort. And the outcome is success, success, a lot of effort, a lot of grind. And now not only do you have the expertise, you got the story, you got the acumen, you got the, you know, your family looks at you like you're a hero. And then from the hair, the sky is the limit. And I always remind anyone listening to just never forget these things. You know, there's so many opportunities sitting right in front of us that uh, you let life will slip bye bye if you don't take advantage of it. And sometimes it does involve sacrifice. I know like in my sports, car yeah, business, I mean, you know, we're packaging things up at late at night and I'm like, why am I doing this? But it's the momentum of a big ball rolling up a hill every day. Positive eBay reviews, more successful cu- customers that get attracted to the business, repeat business customers from that. And that leads to a new whole business. You know, it turns from a hobby into a successful business from basically repeating, re- rinsing, repenting. And the same thing with the, with the podcast, folks, after almost nine, 10 years now and doing it as essentially a hobby, but it's turned into a somewhat business too, you know? And so it's a beautiful thing now. And I just always remind stories like that. Thank you for sharing because there's just no excuse. There's just no excuse out there. And, uh, if we leave that excuse, we can look at ourselves in the mirror and say, that's that's the excuse right there. We decided not to do it. And uh, because in many kids situations, like you said, there's 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 uh, unfortunate limitations. But now more than ever, I think there are more businesses and brands and opportunities and ways and avenues and the Internet and things to do and look at. And just don't leave yourself left handed. You know, don't leave yourself just you know, short by not searching it and looking at it and doing the research and seeing if it's available for you. Because if you don't have a computer, maybe there's someone that's willing to give you a computer for free. You know, you just got to look for it. There's programs. There's so many things. It's amazing. And uh, if you don't look, you don't know. You know, it's just one of those things. But now, my man, we're about to take you into your brain into your top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Oh, Apple. Apple, Netflix or YouTube? Hmm. Maybe YouTube. YouTube. Instagram or Facebook? Oh, Instagram. Instagram. Chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal? Steak. Steak. Uh, laptop or smartphone? Wow. Uh, I'll go with laptop. There we go. Get the distractions, notifications out of our way, and let's just focus on work, baby. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. Spotify is incredible too. They have so much good content on there. Movies. My high school, my high school best friend though actually came up with the idea for Pandora. Really? Story. Holy yeah. shit. And, and well, he's he well paid. He's he didn't well, develop he's well. it. But, yeah, sort of. Anyway, it's it's that's a different story. That's different a whole podcast. other story. Isn't it crazy that's a whole how other. that's a crazy how when you see that when someone creates something and it just changes the world. Pandora changes the world in many ways. Uh, movies or video games, if you're thinking about uh, entertainment content. Movies. Mostly. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Reading. Reading books. Get the physical. And if you're thinking about div- uh, diversifying your portfolio, uh, stocks, real estate, or I always throw it out, crypto. Hmm. Uh, real estate. Real estate. I love it. Physical. You look like you have a beautiful real estate there. In the Oakland area, Berkeley area? I'm actually up in Tahoe right now. Bam! Yeah, with some snow. There's snow in the background. Wow, beautiful. I love, I always told myself if I ever make enough money and we, uh, for tax purposes and things like that, South Lake Tahoe, baby, we're going, Nevada line. We're good. 
we're gonna uh, no, it's just a beautiful area. I love actually the uh, the water of these of of top. Oh, it's gorgeous! Incredible. You bet. And for considering how big that that lake is, they do such a great job of preserving it, and it's it's truly like crystal clear. Uh, uh, an amazing uh, place. So I'm going to guess this one goes with this. If you're thinking about vacation, oceans or lakes? Uh, oceans, actually. There we go. I, mean, I like this lake. I like this lake, but uh, but oceans, uh, oceans are my thing. What ocean would we go to right now if we're going to go on vacation? Pacific. There I we go. Hawaii, baby. There. We're out of here. Yeah. Give me the Hawaii, baby. Let's go. Mark Zuckerberg is buying up almost all of the island of Kauai. I wouldn't doubt it. He's like, I wouldn't doubt it. 10,000 acres at a time. Anyone wants to sell, come my way. I'm going to change the, it's going to be Zuckerberg land over there before we know it. I love Kauai. I love Hawaii. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, when you're waking up for your day, my man, getting yourself ready, pumped, energized for the day. Why do you love being you? Why do I love being me? Well, there's always variety. You know, it's like, that's the great thing about creativity. Right. You know, we've got a, awesome people. And it's just a different, you know, different clients, different opportunities. You just never know what the day is going to hold. And more stories to be untold, right? Like there's constant more stories, stories that are just told. 7 billion stories out there that someone else is going to be telling, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Too much content to be talking about, baby. There's so much content out there. Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of the agency business, creative uh, services, and just say, I'm done. I'm selling oh, or I'm going to oh, move oh, on? Yeah. I'm sure. You know, yeah. you gotta, you know, get, get some balance. So, right. So, yeah. Eventually, well, you try to that's exit, you gonna try to sell, possibly sell it to a, a, someone else, maybe, or I'll I'll let you know when that. Let's happens. go, baby. Let's go. When the time's right, you never know. When the time's right, the door will be knocking. Uh, I love that. I love that. Do you, uh, is there a skill that you're trying to master right now or get better at? Is something you're trying to work at? You mean work-wise or not work-wise? It doesn't matter. We've had all different types of, of uh, skills mm. come up, to be honest with you. Well, I'm making some furniture. There we go. Know? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. One of my cousins makes try furniture for a living. Yeah, try to get creative about something else. That's cool. So how are, you, how are you making your furniture? With like a saw or how are you doing it? Lots of tools. Lots of tools, Lots of, right. Yeah. My wife, my wife keeps reminding me there are too many tools, but too many uh, tools. That's what that, it's fun though. That's your other creative space then making, making the uh, yeah. furniture, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you getting like, do you use like any design, like art, uh, architecture designs? Or are you just kind of going out of yourself and doing everything yourself? A uh, little both. Yeah. I'm nice. making my own designs, trying to do a modern Adirondack right now. Let's doing something a little different. Now that we have eBay and online spaces, you never know. You could just, uh, you know, you, you put up a collection and you can sell this stuff online, you know, if you wanted to, if you ever wanted to, as a passion business, you know, as a passion business. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the MoMA is going to call me anytime soon, but but if that happens, I'll, I'll, I'll you'll be the you'll be the second to know. Second to go. There we go. There we go. Uh, do you have a favorite app or a tool that helps you with run your business? Uh, there's a yeah, there's a uh, so Harvest is a company that oh, I started using a long time ago getharvest.com i think is the is the site and it's good it's it, you know software isn't any good if people don't use it right there's no point the most powerful software in the world is useless when it's it's ignored right and uh, so the usability on this thing is amazing it's easy to use and it's just it's just a great way to go 
And what does it do for your business? Just so, just so people know. Uh, invoicing, project management. Got you. Uh, time. Yeah. So it's kind of an all-encompassing tool then too. Yeah. So important, dude, yeah. because yeah, you don't want to be yeah. going in this app and then going this app. And I'll tell you what, in the pandemic, we had to make some hard calls and we cut out like a $600, $700 tool. We found out no one was using it. Yeah. Hey, that's $700 in profit. Let's put that right back into the team. Let's put that right back in the business, baby. You know? I've done and, that. Yeah. I've done that. I did that myself and it was a hell of a lot more than 600 bucks. Right. We had, we had, yeah. And it's, I mean, there's thousand dollar tools out there that just no one's really taking advantage of. And it's like, yeah, it's super powerful. It's super amazing. It's super awesome. But if people aren't using this tool, it's that goes right back into your profit of you guys all surviving and, and your yeah. clients work. And you'd rather give that back to the team and you'd rather give that back to your customers and your team's time than uh, a tool no one's using. You know what I mean? Because at least it goes yeah. into your profit line instead of going into someone else's. And uh, if there's zero use, like we find it like no one's using this thing. I'm like, oh my God, let's, let's. And sometimes these things are locked up in contracts. You know, they want to sign you for years at a time, blah, blah, blah. And so uh, it may be hard to get out of them, but you got to just make the move and get out of them. That's just what you got to do. If you could sit down for a steak dinner with anyone in the world, who you want to chop it up today with? Oh, wow. Steak dinner with anyone. Let's go steak, baby. You guys got a lot of good steakhouses up there. And uh no, yeah, we do. I like the I like the Berkeley Marina right there. The skates on the bay, I think it is, man. That's a beautiful Yeah, that's a good there. place. I like that's that little place. spot. It's for just for the little Richard views. Branson. How about Richard Branson? Ooh. Uh, the version guy. Hell yeah. yeah. He would that he'd have some stories to tell. Legendary. Legendary, and he yeah. lives a creative, fascinating life, too. You know, when you think yeah. about it. No, he Virgin does. Galactic, He's, baby. Yeah. We're going the moon, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that dude. I love. That. I remember yeah. watching him when I was a kid. He was having like a, like a, like a, like a, a dinner or something on top of a on top of a hot air balloon or something like that. It's just like, oh my god, can you believe? That? Yeah, <laughs> I got no, you. We he's, gotta go. He's he's a character. He's he's pretty amazing, you know. And uh, but passionate, like like uh, like the woman developer, you know, really knew how to go for it and did so. And 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 uh, no turning back on with, with that guy. Can you give our listeners where is the best place for people to uh, learn more about the business? Because I know we got a roll right now. Schoolofthought.com. There we is, go. As luck with having. And also uh, Instagram at School of Thought. Got you. So I'll put those in the show notes, folks. Folks, I really appreciate your time. Tom, my man. Thank you, Travis. my dude, for this time. Your energy, your passion, your soul, and what you're doing for the world because I think more and more brands need to live this way. We need Thank to breathe you. this way. And I uh, uh, appreciate you reaching out. Absolutely. For folks, you've been hanging out with Tom Geary and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The Be Real Show on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T. Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. We're all going through a lot right now. And real-time outsource, my business is giving back to local and small businesses. Through our social media services and campaigns, we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times. At the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last, but most importantly, you got to think about your business right now. Take it seriously. So 
come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com. And we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses. And, uh, and, and some businesses, you know, you're going to have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly, is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now. So take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out. And we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.